0: Hello, and welcome to the goddess channel in her power. This is a podcast for soulpreneurs and those aspiring to live life in alignment with purpose, passion, and prosperity. I am your host, Tammy of Sana, and this is season one of the goddess channel in her power. Welcome to the Goddess Channel podcast. I'm so excited to welcome on Ankara Rose. She has her master's in education. She is a Jean Keys guide for fempreneurs, a self-mastering mentor and business embodiment coach. And as a lifelong learner, As well as a teacher and leader for over two decades, she pulls from her many interests and talents, including the spiritual and sacred arts, group facilitation, songwriting, education, and entrepreneurship to women, to support women in thriving in life and business by being themselves. And she lives with her husband, her two kids, and their cat, Simon, in New Jersey. Welcome, Ankar. I'm so excited to have you here. Yay. I'm
1: so glad to be here.
0: Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm really excited to get into this conversation. And just as a reminder, for those of you who are listening to this podcast, the focus of this podcast is on women living in alignment, building inner strength, resiliency, and flexibility on their career and entrepreneurial paths. And we cover topics such as nervous system regulation, accessing intuition, breaking rules, thriving outside of the box, changing lives, building wealth, Meaningful Prosperity, Creating Freedom, Abundance, and Impact. And I'm really excited to have this conversation with you, Ankara. Um, The first time that I discovered Ankara, I believe we became friends on Facebook. And I noticed that she was a musician. I'm a musician myself. And she was offering a course called Shadow Voices. And I just thought that was so cool and so clever. And I'm sure the women that were on in that course, uh, their lives are changed as a result of it, because I know that that was such powerful work that you were doing. And I love if you wanted to touch a little bit on that, but also what's new, what are you up to now? Because I know that you're doing some really cool stuff, especially with the gene keys. And we're going to get into that and we're going to dive into that a little bit more.
1: Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So I'll start with kind of that that first piece of of shadow singing and, and tell a little bit about my background and and how I came to that. So I've I'm a lifelong singer. You know, my mom says that I've been singing you know, since before I could talk. So that's just always been a way that I express myself. Um, and as I've been on this spiritual journey for you know over two decades. I've come to find the power behind my voice, not just to speak my truth, but to help me move through difficult emotions and difficult times. That's really what music has always been to me, especially as a songwriter. It's been a way that I express the things that words alone can't fully Mm -hmm. express. And so, I was working with all of these women in a lot of different capacities. So I kind of work as a spiritual mentor. I work as an intuitive and I work with women on their businesses. And I kept seeing all of this stuff online about visibility, 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 visibility. And I thought to myself, there's a piece that's missing here. And that missing piece is actually audibility. It's allowing our voices to be heard. And then when I started to explore that, I realize how many women filter and judge and quiet their voices. And when we're doing that individually, like in our personal lives, that has a ripple effect out into our professional lives. right? So if I'm not letting myself express something, if I can't speak my truth even to myself, then how am I going to go out into the world and speak my truth to the people who I'm meant to serve? And so I just started playing and I kind of stumbled, you know, I've I've done shadow work in the past and I just started to think like, actually there's so many vocal exercises we can do. We can use the voice to begin to transmute our fear and our judgment and our anger and our, um, our shame and our guilt. And so that's, that's what we explored in that, um, in that masterclass. And it was really, really fun and really even more potent than I thought it was going to be when I created it. Mm. Uh, Yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of my my piece about that, you know?
0: Yes. I love that so much. Well, I'm also a singer and, and a musician, and so you know, we 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 express so much. That's where creativity flows through our throat chakra. And you're right, you know, there's so much online about visibility, and I love that audibility, audibility. You know, bringing that forward, and I don't think enough women or people in general think about that. It's more about, I want to be seen, but, you know, part of being seen is being heard and also bringing our message through it's through the voice. It's, it's, it's so much through that. And, um, and even when you start to do the vocal work, it's, it can bring things through even in written form. Right. So it's like it opens everything up and it's so powerful and people don't realize, I think people don't really, they underestimate the power of of utilizing the voice and consciously you know not just like hey having a conversation do, do 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 but like consciously opening up your voice and um and and letting whatever needs to come through come through expressing all the different emotions and then boom creativity flows through and that can come through in written form it can come through in movement just by opening
1: up the voice. That's how, I mean, I would think is, how do you feel about that? Oh my gosh, I, I totally agree. And, you know, it's like, as you're talking, it's it's making me think of of vocal resonance and not even talking about what's the quality and tone of your voice, but this idea that, you know, what we don't let ourselves express, it creates a block to our creativity, mm-hmm. right? It's like, we kind of like, we bring all of our emotions with us it's just a matter of do i want to walk with my emotions in my consciousness or do i want to drag them behind me in a 300 pound box you know and the more that we bring and allow ourselves to to express what's really here what happens is at least the way that i see it is our resonance gets clearer Mm -hmm. and cleaner right so it's not about like um it's not about making, presenting ourselves as if we are perfect and we're eloquent. It's not about that. It's about the the resonance or the frequency, the vibration of truth Mm. and acceptance and authenticity that comes through our creativity. Just like you said, through our voice, through our writing, we hold a different frequency when we're allowing ourselves to express. And and that's, you know, when, when you're speaking, that's kind of what, came up for me. That's what I, it feels important to name that.
0: Yeah. So beautiful. And, you know, it's so much easier to be like, it's so much easy, easier to be me than to try to be someone else. I think that comes up a lot too in, on the entrepreneurial path in the industry where women, um, you know, it's, it's so common and it's so normal to like, if you're starting out you want to look out, you you look around to see like, what, what are some examples of what I want to be like in the industry or like what resonates for me and so on. And um and I think sometimes women can really get caught up in that concern about, you know, trying to be perfect, trying to look a certain way, trying mm-hmm. to speak a certain way, trying to write a certain way. And it's so much. And I even got caught in, up in that myself initially because there's that fine line of like, okay, I see what other people are doing. And I have to step away and, and be me and do me. Um, but I did need an example. You know, sometimes we need examples, right? Just to kind of see mm. like, what, what are people doing? Like, what are the, what are the things? And also not just examples, but what's needed, you know, where are the gaps? Like you were noticing, mm. right? And then yeah. you can kind of put yourself out there, but you can get caught up. It's like easy to get caught up and go in comparison. And then it's like, and then if, if we're not careful, oh, it's so exhausting trying to be someone else. So I love that you know, the work that you do is really ultimately in supporting women to just thrive in life and business by being themselves. I love that. And by doing work with the voice is so powerful, but I know you're doing some other, other amazing work, but before we dive into that, I'd love for you to tell me, um, you know, maybe a little bit about your journey onto your entrepreneurial path and with the business that you're, that you have now that you're, um, I'm sure you're in it for the long game and you're (laughs) always, Growing and evolving, so I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey and your experience.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's so funny. As uh, you you can't see me, but as you were talking, I was like raising and waving my hand, like me too, me too. That was my experience, <laughs> because I also it's like I you know i think i'm somebody i've always known who i am right but knowing who you are and then being able to actually put it out in the world especially when we are so bombarded with so many messages and images and so i mean everyone and their mother is selling a course on how to do business the you know air quotes here the right way right here's the right strategy this magical formula and so in the beginning when we are vulnerable, and this was my experience, in the beginning when I was so vulnerable, I was looking at everyone. And I was just like, maybe I should do that. And maybe I should do that. And I think I need to be like that. And if only I was like that. And what happened was it started to erode my own sense of self. And I started to create offers based on what I thought other people wanted, (laughs) and not, Creating offers based on what I know to be true, what I know through my own life experience to be important and potent and supportive. Excuse me. So when I recognized that, like, everything that I was putting out there, it wasn't like it was bad quality stuff, it was good quality stuff, right? But like, it just wasn't it. You know what I mean by that? It's like sometimes like you put something out there and like, okay, it's good, but this isn't really the heart of what I wanna be doing. And so I had to do a lot of inner work and really look at my nervous system and and um, look at my patterning and look at my fears and start to think about what is it that I'm really afraid of? What am I recreating in my life that's making me feel like, I'm not safe to mm. actually just go out there and offer what I feel like offering, whether I've seen it done my way or not, you know, whether I've heard it somewhere else or not. And so that's been my practice. You know, I consider the fempreneur or entrepreneurial journey a practice more than anything else. And with a practice, it's it, it takes practice, it takes devotion. Um, we, it's not a straight line. And it's also not just like a, an upward, I, I can't show this visually, like a diagonal line up, right? It's a lot of ups and downs. Mm. And it's also a lot of spiraling. So, mm-hmm. what I found on my journey is that I keep coming back to the same edge. But mm. the thing is that every time I come back to it, I'm coming back to that same pattern, that same fear, but with mm. a slightly different perspective. With a different set of wisdom, with a larger context, because I'm living my life. So my context gets larger. And that's my practice. My practice is I meet what comes up on my journey as an entrepreneur, whether it's, You know, wondering if my pricing is right. Wondering if anyone's going to buy this offer, right? Like these are the things that just come up. And I'm sure there's some, you know, maybe, maybe, actually I'm not sure. I'm assuming that there's some point where you get to this threshold that you cross as an entrepreneur where maybe those questions don't even matter anymore. Mm -hmm. And And actually, when I'm really honest with myself, I'm approaching that now where it's not that the questions won't come up. It's just that I see them for what they are. Mm -hmm. They're just an opportunity to keep choosing myself, right? It's like I can follow the question. I can follow that question and lead myself down a wormhole of self doubt, or I can be like, hmm, there's that question again. Okay. What do I really want? Okay. What do I really know? Okay. What is it that I really want other people to know? Because I truly believe it's going to make their lives better, their businesses better, their relationships better. Yes. So that was, that was long winded. <laughs> no, but that was so <laughs> great. I was my hands,
0: I was like, my hands were up, and you know, I've been, you know, I had, I same thing, you know, coming back to the work again and again, and and each time having a different perspective, a new set of wisdom, and kind of going, okay, like this, these are my edges, and then we're expanding our comfort zone, you know, to yes. to have, you know, to have more experiences that you know really are near and dear to our heart, and it's very vulnerable to, to go, okay, it's easier to try. I wouldn't say it's easier. It's definitely more exhausting trying to be someone else. Um, but initially, you know, in that process of like, okay, maybe I need to be like this or maybe, you know, it feels like it's easier and it's cause it's so vulnerable and it feels scary. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to be me. But when you actually start to let that fall away and just be you, it's, it. it it's like, and people say this all the time, but it truly is like, it's just like light as a feather. You know, it's like, yes. you know, it's light as a feather. Actually, feathers are a big part of like, that's on my, like one of my part of my logo is a feather. And that's kind of wise because mm-hmm. it's, you know, we want to get to a point where we are just able to feel safe, to be vulnerable, to be our true authentic selves. And that really does feel light as a feather when we get to that place in my experience so far, you know, the more I'm willing to uh, open up, be vulnerable, allow myself to be
1: seen, it feels lighter. And that's been my experience. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, uh, as you're speaking of safety, it's like, I'm thinking it's like, of course, of course, when we allow ourselves to be ourselves, that's, that actually is the safest place we can be. Cause we can count on ourselves. We can actually like, that is our center, Mm -hmm. that we can always fall back on but in that beginning of the journey i think that trying to be like other people which of course it's a it's a natural part we're looking out to see like oh how does that person do it right the same way a child would look at an adult and be like oh that's how you wash a dish not that Mm -hmm. kids care about washing dishes but you know what i mean um but but it creates this illusion of safety in the beginning because it there's so many unknowns right? You, you're like, I want to earn money. I want to go and I want to do something meaningful in the world. I want to be an entrepreneur. But but if you've never done it before, it's all unknowns. And so so it's this, we kind of can fool ourselves into thinking, well, if I just follow this one thing, now I've eliminated some part of the unknown. And maybe on some level, but it's just, I think the journey. When I think about my teachers, my mentors, the women who've really made a name for themselves in business, they all have a strategy and all of their strategies are different. Mm -hmm. And when I recognized that, I was just like, oh, okay. It doesn't actually matter what strategy I do. I just have to find the one that works for me. Exactly.
0: Right. It's like, that's not my path. I know. It's like, you look at other people and you're like, oh my gosh, that's what's working for her. Let me check that out. And then it's like, wait, that doesn't really resonate as my path. And then it's like, I really have to come turn inward and really sit with what's my way. And every woman has her way. And that's, what's so beautiful. I love it. And, you know, I think this is a good segue into like what you're, what you're doing now. And I believe like from what I'm, what I've been seeing and I had a session with you and it was amazing, um, about my gene keys and, uh, and I'm curious about what you're doing now with that in regard to, um, supporting women on their entrepreneurial path and stepping yeah. into the city and, um, you know, and, and in a way that feels safe and allows them to really bring their work into the world more powerfully. Um, and I know that's connected to, uh, the work that you're doing with the gene keys now. So please share what you're <laughs> up to. And if you have, um, you know, your a link or a website, where they can find you with that work or your um, Facebook name, Instagram names, just uh, share all of that. Because I know anybody, you know, there's going to be women here listening that are going to want to connect with you and to check you out. So definitely want them to be able to find you.
1: Ah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm like the biggest Gene Keys nerd. Like I just am. And if you're not familiar with the Gene Keys, um, I don't even know where to start with this. It's this amazing system. It was, you know, roughly based off of, I I could say it's it's related to the the I Ching and human design influenced it. And, um, you know, for me, I love systems. Like I just, I do. I'm one of those people, like I like the personality systems. I like to know what type I am. Um, It just helps me to get a different understanding of maybe what some of my gifts are. But this system, the system of the Gene Keys, has had the most profound effect on me out of any system I've ever dived into, including human design, which I also love. But gene keys, I don't know, it just stirs something else up in my soul. And, you know, through through the the profile that you get, which is based on you, literally you when you were born. So kind of having that astrological uh flair to it, that that thread as well. It gives you a picture of of what your qualities are, like your greatest gifts and how they appear and how we block them in the areas of your life, of your genius, like your creativity, in the areas of your life uh, around love and relationships and your core wounds, and then around prosperity. And so I went on my own Gene Keys journey, just exploring and taking in every bit I can and thinking about the system and really contemplating it and seeing how, how it's already impacting my life without consciousness. And then when I brought some consciousness to it, I reached a totally different level of self-trust and a flow and of like larger context understanding of what my purpose is. Mm -hmm. And so I was using it personally. And then it was literally on a whim. I was just like, I could totally do readings. I'm going to try doing some readings. And so I started doing readings on my family and friends, which is kind of, I guess, how everyone gets started. And then I started offering readings to the public. And, you know, it's like the jinkies, it really is a personal journey. But on these readings, what I like to do is I kind of take my own contemplations, my own wisdom, and mix it with Richard Rudds, and he's the creator of the system, Mm -hmm. and weave it all together and kind of provide a high-level view of, like, this is who you are, and these are what your gifts are, and let's kind of explore, like, this is how maybe you might be stopping yourself, and here's how you can shift out of that, right? Mm -hmm. So I was doing these readings, and then all of a sudden, it like everything clicked. And I started to apply the prosperity sequence, the pearl sequence to my business. Wow. And that was when I was just like, this is what I want to teach people. Mm. And so that's really the work that I'm doing with the Gene Keys now is I've got a mastermind called Pearls of Prosperity that, that's currently in session where we're going deep into this prosperity sequence that. Helps women to see what their, what their gifts are in their vocation, like what they're meant to do, not specifically like what's the job, but like what's right. quality you're here to bring forth? Um, who are you meant to work with? How, what's the best way that you can express yourself? And also like, what's at the heart? What's that like simple truth at the heart of your business that when you start to go a little haywire, cause we all do, and you start to overthink and let the mind rule instead of the heart, what brings you back home? Mm-hmm. So, and leading this, is it's just like, it's so rich mm. and it's so juicy. And I'm just watching these women light up with this deeper wisdom and understanding of themselves and themselves specifically. Like, I don't really know anyone else who's doing this. I'm sure there are people out there who are doing it, but I'm really looking at how this applies to women on their entrepreneurial journey.
0: Mm, that is so beautiful. I love this. It's so cool. And what, so you're in the middle of the session now, and are you going to be offering it again?
1: Um, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely will. It feels like one of these things that's going to just keep growing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and actually I've two days ago, I kind of got this hit to start doing some, uh, one-on-one mentoring with the prosperity sequence. So kind of what I'm doing in the mastermind, but doing it privately as well. So really working with women one-on-one on ha- not just about their prosperity sequence, but how we can tangibly and practically apply it to their business right away.
0: That's amazing. Okay, that's awesome. so How how will someone be able to find you if they wanted to to work with you one-on-one, or at least be, uh, I don't know if you have a list or a waiting list for like the, the mastermind, how, how does someone find you?
1: Yeah. Easiest way is Instagram and I'll spell my, my name for you. It's at Ankara Rose, A-N-K-H-A-R-A-R-O-S-E. Um, and, and just like send me a DM right now. I don't have a website. I've just been actually part of my journey is exploring. I'm, I'm somebody who will spend like seven weeks making the perfect sales page and website. And I'm just like, I don't even want a website right now. So I don't have a website, but I am available on the interwebs. And I'm also on, um, on Facebook under Ankara Rose. So
0: amazing. Oh my goodness, Ankara. Uh, It's been such a pleasure having you on here and just like hearing your journey and how you work with women. And I'm just so excited about your journey with, uh, the, the, was it, what are you calling it? The, um, Uh, Pearl of prosperity, pearls of prosperity. I love that pearls of prosperity. I feel like, you know, when we are living in alignment, like in in our authenticity, prosperity is really also the byproduct. And it sounds like the gene is really what's bringing women, you know, on that journey back to themselves, to that authenticity and to understanding, like you said, like there are are unique qualities. And also there's the shadow work in there too, understanding. Because I remember that from our reading together is like, here's, here's like, you know, the shadow side of it, and then here's like bringing it into the light. And I think my one of my gene keys, like my main purpose gene key was 11, which is, I think, bringing light to the world or something. I have to go over <laughs> it <again. laughs> Yeah. It was. It, it really. It, I've gone to the Gene Keys website myself, actually, and I, I've gotten lit up for a second. Like, oh my gosh, I want to f- learn all about this. But that will that, and in due time, it will. It will come because I do. I do think there's definitely something really powerful with the Gene Keys, yeah. and so I'm so excited for you and your journey. I know it's going to be so beautiful and prosperous and amazing, especially for all the women that you're serving. And so, if you're listening right now. Go check out Ankara Rose. She's amazing she has beautiful uh, skills and wisdom and and, um, guidance for you on your journey, on your entrepreneurial journey. And uh, thank you so much, Ankara Rose, for being here today. It has been such a pleasure having you.
1: Thank you so much. Wishing you a beautiful day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Goddess Channel Podcast in her power. If you enjoyed listening, please do like, subscribe, and share. This helps me get the word out there and I appreciate it so much. If you are desiring deeper support on your path of soulpreneurship or living in soul alignment, visit my site at www.tammyofsana.com that is T-A-M-M-Y-O-V-S-A-N-N-A.com where you'll find support and resources along your journey and soul purpose path. Bye for now.